it's time again. Thank you for joining us. I really mean that. I really like it when you join us because, you know, we we really want to get our dadness out there, get our dadness into other people's ears and to share some dad joy. Monty, are you feeling dad joy today? Every, ever since the birth of my beautiful daughter, I feel Mike, Mike joy, dad joy every day. Mike joy, less so. <laughs> Was he the, one of the monkeys that didn't quite get to the final audition? Nice, nice, nice. Good reference. I think that's referencing another one of our podcasts, though, but still, that's good. Yeah, no, feeling a lot of dad joy, feeling really happy about uh, being a father, being a dad, chatting to this pants panel. Yeah. So uh, anything of note this week or are you just in a groove? In a pretty good groove, um, dealing with some uh, some pretty good nights, going down, mm-hmm. having good sleeps. Mm-hmm. Um, she is... Yeah, we've hit. It's it's a um, a good good week of kind of structure and kind of normality. Which me and Lindsay, my wife, always just go like, "Well, this is probably not going to last, so let's enjoy mm. it while we can." Yeah. What are you What are you feeding your family? I.e., what are you cooking your wife, which is then indirectly going into your child? Have you got a yeah, kind of a bit of a plan going, or or is it just mood based? What's happening? Uh, it's pretty mood based, but. Um, a lot of kind of salads, a lot of nourishing foods, which is good. Lockdown has That's meant that idea. we've been, yeah, we've been going pretty good health-wise. Um, a lot of. Well, like tell me what you're having tonight for an example meal. What are you tonight? Paschetti bolognese. Okay, and you making that or Linz? We made a whole bunch of it a long time ago, both of us together. And okay, we've got some frozen, so we've dethawed some. That's We're making some. Um, did you say dethawed? I did. Which I, it doesn't make sense, really, does it? That's double. That's double kind of warming up. Or well, deep thawing would be fr- freezing it. Freezing it, it again. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, no, doing that and some veggies, which should be nice. Um, it's not a you know I'd prefer to barbecue something dad style, but yeah. um, you know, a bit of rain about, so I can't really do that. There is a bit of rain about, isn't there? What yeah, about you? Well. I hear you've been doing some good dad cooking lately. Lately, what are you what have you been up to? Well, I. No. <laughs> I was inspired by um, Rich's uh, pork Alice can tell us segment. Yeah. Um, and I did get a shoulder of pork. However, Uh-oh. Uh, the day I was going to cook it ended up being a hot day. I didn't want to have the oven on for bloody ages doing pork on a stinking hot day. Well, not stinking hot, but relatively for spring. Yeah. Um, so I decided to put it in the slow cooker and get a bit of pulled pork going. Love a bit of pulled pork. How'd it go? Sensational. I'm happy with how it turned out. I did do the kind of dad trope of maybe just not quite knowing when to stop adding stuff. Fair. You know what I mean? So, you know, with a a nice uh, kind of pulled pork slow cook sauce, you you often use a bit of barbecue sauce and maybe some apple cider vinegar for a bit of a base. Yep. And then just kind of do some variations off that. Yep. Richard Richard will be turning in his figurative grave, me trying to educate on in the cooking area. But um yep. but yeah, I just I did that. I started with those and then I just kept adding stuff and I went, you know what, I've probably gone one too many here. You didn't notice? That's fine. Everyone was happy with it. I was happy with it, but I I know in my heart that I, pro- I went probably one too many um, yeah, dashes. 
And they're only like- dashes. They're only dashes. Dash of yes. cumin, dash of paprika, dash of curry powder. Ooh. But I went too far. And I think that's yeah, okay. pretty daddish. Yeah, that is very daddish to have gone too far. It's a hard one to judge a slow cooker, though, because when you're putting the dashes in is not the final product you're tasting. So you don't know kind of what what's what. Yeah. No, um, that's okay. I'm, I'm a big fan of with, with something like that, a, a, a slow-cooked meat, using uh, a citrus and a sweet, so mm. like an orange juice and a Coca-Cola, I find. Yeah, goes quite I've well. heard that. Yeah. yeah, I think that goes quite well. Or like a Dr. Pepper and a lemon juice. Yeah, uh, a Sprite, I've heard. I, I don't know about Coke. Oh, yeah. Is Coke yeah, no. really? Oh, Coke's great. Yeah, Coke really works on a slow cooker. Yeah, right. yeah, because okay. it caramelizes mm. up. And yeah, it's okay. I suppose it does. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. suppose it does. Well, you know, before we make ourselves too hungry, let's get in there and chat to the pants panel, mate. So what do you think of that? Sounds great. All right. That's neither here nor there. Back to my fast food challenge. So what I would like to do is get a group of people, preferably just one versus one, and and go to a McDonald's restaurant. You have half an hour to consume as many chicken nuggets as you can in one half hour. The loser has to pay for the nuggets. For all the nuggets. Yeah, for both sets of nuggets. You're only allowed one sauce per five nuggets, and you're only allowed McDonald's cola, and it's... it's, um, what did we have? We had medium per 20 nuggets, one medium cola per 20 nuggets. Oh. Thoughts? Hang on, hang on, hang on. This this permeates into other fast food chains as well, obviously. So the you could have like a – Go on. Well, you could have a pizza off. You could have a, uh, you know, I don't know why anyone would want to go to Red Rooster, but you could. Mm. Yep. <laughs> Pineapple sure rings. That's a weird place, Red Rooster. Coming next week will be, oh, you want Red Rooster? Red Rooster's the best, everyone. Love Red Rooster. Sponsored by Red Rooster. Um, I got really deep into the world of, um, like, competitive eating for a while, watching, like, um, competitions and shows and stuff. It's a really it's a fucking weird, weird rabbit hole to go down. What was the weirdest? When you say you got into it, you just watched a lot of people eating yeah. competitively. Is that what yeah, you mean? yeah, yeah. And like knew who was doing well and stuff. And by far the weirdest, dude, oysters. Do you know how many oh. oysters people eat? Record oysters? Oh. I'll look it up for you now because oh. it's just fucking be, Now, uh, Hang on. What sort of time frame are we talking? Are you talking like a five-minute time frame? Yeah, I'll get you a time frame and you'd – all right, 10 minutes. How many, oh. how many oysters I, I do you eat in 10 wanna, minutes? Oh, three? 120. <laughs> 120, you reckon? 46 dozen. Uh, well, yeah, because you can just slide them down there. You don't even yeah. have to eat them. Well, you could gonna, just put them in a cup. If you, could them, if you could shuck them beforehand, mm. you just drink a cup of oyster. Oh, God. So what's that, 550 or, or thereabouts? It's a lot in, of oysters. In 10 minutes. Yeah. Oh, Oh, you'd really be questioning your life at the fifth minute, wouldn't you? You'd be like, "Really, I'm still eating oysters here." Like, I reckon as it? you walk up on the stage, I'm yeah. questioning my life. It. I mean, yeah. it's like all eating competitions. Like, I always just worry about or wonder about the after effects. Like, what are yeah, they? Absolutely. Okay, now, Monty, who is the yep. dude? Who's the like the best ever? The hot dog dude? 
You're probably thinking Kobayashi. Kobayashi. He's a small, right. small Japanese guy, but he was taken over by Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut. Like, That's the guy yeah. I was thinking of. Yeah. Yes. Joey Chestnut, Joey Chestnut. Who, who we've talked about on the What's the Go podcast, if you ever want yeah, to. We um, yeah, we did. A baffling listen. There's a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> baffling indeed. Yeah, Joey Chestnut took over from Kobayashi. Kobayashi was more fun as a winner because he was really small and, yes. and thin and didn't look like he should eat that much. Mm-hmm. They never do, though. Yeah. They never fair. look like they should be able to eat that stuff. And it's, it's like things that blow me away, that like chugging like two litres of solo or something like that, Oof. you know, like those really bizarre challenges. Yeah. That are like eating a million hot dogs. Fair enough. Yep. You got to, you know, there's no sort of. Fair uh, enough. There's no bubbles in it. You know, to sort of yep. come back up out your nose. I hope and not. It's just feral, bloody. Bubbles. Bubbles and hot dogs. Are you sure about this? Bubbly hot dog is not good. <laughs> well, that's right. You wouldn't want to eat those ones quickly. Bubbly hot dogs. Mm-hmm. Big question. Should we do a podcast about being a dad? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Dad pants time again, everybody. Welcome. It's a safe space. Safe for whatever crazy dad thoughts you might have. We will judge you. Uh, it may be to your face, it may not. We don't know. But it's still safe to come and say whatever weird stuff you've got in your mind. Speaking of weird people with weird stuff on their minds, Monty's here. Hi, Monty. Hey. <laughs> yes, though. And, of course, there's the pants panel here. Well, two out of the three of them anyway. Ben and Matt. Hello, fellows. Hello. Good evening. Now, I wonder what the story with Rich is. He's not here tonight. I'm, I don't want to say that perhaps he's scared that we'd throw another Ellis can tell us at him and that maybe Pork's all he knows. And that he kind of exhausted his Telus abilities. Hope, hope yeah. that's not the case. I worry the big salt got hold of him. <laughs> well, I was going to say, has anybody else been thinking about cooking pork all week? Or is it just me? Because I did. No, I cooked some. Well, you there know. you go, Montana. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah. How'd it turn out? Um, yeah, decent. Not. Um, I wasn't too adventurous. I did like a, a kind of like a satay pork bowl. Um, it was uh, it was pretty good. In the oven, sounds good. Uh, no, no, fried that pork right up. Right. Yeah. So look, pretty far removed from what Ellis told us, but um, uh, still pork. Still pork. Yeah. Still pork. <laughs> pork. Yeah. Still pork. That's, that's all we care about, really. <laughs> um, you know, when you get an image stuck in your head, just and it's like a gif that just repeats ad nauseum. That's, mm-hmm. that's what I had this week, just the image of uh, scoring some pork fat with a Stanley knife. Just, you know, yes. slice, seven, slice. Seven slice, millimetres. Slice, seven mil. Seven mils. Uh, yes. So, I mean, what have you guys cooked this week? Let's just, you know, just not worry about I, too much else apart from food. I mm. cooked a cottage pie tonight. That's Ooh. crazy. I cooked one yesterday. Oh. Wow. So good. No collision so good. there. Yep. Love mm. it. How do you do your mash? Let's just get right into that. How do you do your mash, bro? That's brother? a big topic. Yeah, that's a big just, thing, just, actually. So I don't need to know all of it. What is there a secret? What's your secret to the best mash? Um, I don't 
I, I use only like a very a small splash of milk and mainly butter. Like it's yeah. all, it's like probably 90% butter, uh, 8% potato and uh, 2% milk. No, um, plenty of salt, plenty of pepper, plenty of butter. Yeah. Um, but I will also, I will fold the cheese through oh, the potato. Thinking, yeah. For, especially yeah. in a cottage pie. I like mm. that idea. And what about mashing it? Like do you, do you always have the mash perfectly done? No, goodness, no. There, no. I'll like I'll I'll bash it around for a little bit, but I'll in, in most cases with the cottage pie. Yeah, that's right. I'll just get a bag of potatoes and take it out the back and you know, yep, whack it in the eye. Uh, Jesus. The, but that's that's pretty much it. My my mashed potato is pretty um, simple. Yeah, plenty yeah. of butter, plenty of salt, uh, a little splash of milk, and fold the cheese through. Is the, the is potato. the milk warm? No, right, warm milk. That's that's my tip. Ooh. The milk first. Okay. What does that do for me? Uh, I just think it it helps that it's relatively the same temperature as the potatoes. If you put yeah. cold cold milk, I I just no lumps in the mashed potato. I've just been teaching my daughter. She's into, starting to cook a lot, and so I've been teaching her mashed potato. If you get if you get it right consistency wise, it's when you think you've mashed it enough, just mash it a bit more. That's yeah. usually the key. Like yeah. this looks about done. No, nope, do a bit more. A whisk sometimes can help. Ooh. Like giving it a whisk. Um, I would never. Mine would never be a to, to a consistency. I could whisk it. Really? It would, it'd be too um, viscous. Too, it, too. No, no, no. It doesn't go runny. It's like perfect. It's fluffy. Now, well, you, you can have a good quality whisk. It. You can't have a plastic whisk. No, you need to have, have a metal, whisk. like a heavy-duty yeah. metal whisk. I have a question that should have pre predated all of this. What kind of potatoes do you use? Oh, that's that's a trade secret. No, I'm, yeah, I'm not. Fair, pick, I'm not fair. picky with potatoes, so I don't really. Really, but so yeah, that no. changes the whole consistency of the the fucking mash. Like, well, they've got to be. Sorry, sabago, I don't know if we swear they? on this podcast. <laughs> Yeah, More importantly, uh, Ellis isn't here and he's probably going to come back next week and just rip us to shreds. Yeah, that's right. Well, listen, you use potatoes. when you take a night off. People talk about yeah, the stuff that right. you want to talk about. Probably Sebago potatoes are the, are the yeah, funnest Sebago. words to say and they're the best. Um, yeah. I've heard like, you know, put a splash of olive oil in there as well. Can, uh, Look, I'm not going to lie. You know, okay. if I'm feeling a bit frisky, I will do a cottage pie with just sweet potato mash oh, okay. on the top. Yeah. See, my mother used to put Vegemite in mashed potato. That's, yep. That's, what do you mean? Yep. Like that's just ice cream, vanilla ice cream. Hey, hey, wait. What? Vegemite, vanilla ice cream? Not at the no, no. So Vegemite, Vegemite in there. Vanilla what? ice cream in mashed potato. Oh yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Got yes. Sour cream. Sour cream. Hell. Yeah, sour cream. Yeah, sour cream. What world one. is this? No, sorry. Why? Hang on. Hang on. Why is vanilla ice cream crazier than Vegemite? Why would you put Vegemite in there? I don't know. I put There's Vegemite in like a pasta sauce, yeah, oh, for the kind of yeasty salt. What is wrong with you oh, people? hang on. I don't do that. I said my mother did. You go and speak to old Granny Annie. She'll maybe not explain. It was only randomly. I don't know. She would just every now and then, maybe once a year. Maybe there was a certain salt. I wasn't aware of. Yeah. Of it's the, the winter solstice uh, mash. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> solstice mash. Yeah. It was the solstice mash. Um, just a quick reminder that this is the Dad Chance podcast <laughs> where we teach Monty about being. Don't apologize. A dad. I'm not apologizing. I'm just. No, it's not about Wigo and his solstice mash mm. song that he came up with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, calm down with your explanations of the show, Stu. We're talking about solstice mash here. But listen, some lessons are direct and some are indirect. 
Mm. We're hoping that all this match talk will seep in and and be of use later on down the line for Monty, right? Mm -hmm. Indeed. Okay. Now, can I just... uh, Is it match-related or different topics? It's it's not food-related. No, no, no. It's (laughs) it's actually dad-related. I wanted to tell you guys about my my day today. Oh. If I could. It was a rough day uh, being a dad today. And, like, nothing... Nothing like over the top happened, but I felt disappointed in my dadness. Uh, like from a serious perspective, uh, I had three children at home, uh, homeschooling today, and from from the <laughs> it was actually pretty good this morning, and then later this afternoon it got pretty bad, where my five year old and I were literally nose to nose, yelling at each other. <laughs> Um, because she wouldn't write six words on a piece of paper and right. finish her uh, finish her homeschooling for the day. I'm just seeing to yell this now. <laughs> I don't really know what else I can do in this particular at this particular yeah. point in time. So it's not all um, cheese and biscuits, Monty. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you yell for your children and then feel really bad about it afterwards. Oh, oh. Right. were the six words? Space, can yeah. you please stop cooking mash? <laughs> <laughs> at all what were the six no. words we've got to know uh well she'd done the first two which were we like uh mm. and then shorts. there was to run or <laughs> uh we like to play and right. she needed to do the nice handwriting and the you know and and put and create her sentence yeah um but that was all too hard yeah and so why did you scream because We'd been moving through this process since like eight thirty in the morning. Yeah, yeah. You just and montaged it for the sake of the podcast, but this is a day, sounds like a day long yeah. kind of issue process. Yeah, yes, and it was there was just constant. So I'd set up a child to do some home learning and explain and get them to explain it back to me, so that I had some sort of semblance that they understood what they were doing. Yeah, and then I would go away, and then come back and find them doing something completely different. Yeah. yeah. So the constant battle of having to literally stand there and hold. Like at one stage, I held her hand and actually wrote a word oh, with her hand. Right. <laughs> yeah. And it just kept coming back at me and back at me and back at me, and I just i i cracked. I cracked. Yep. I, I know. That urge, there can be that urge to do that. I just don't know that that works on a stubborn child grabbing their hand and saying, look, this is the movement you need to make. Um, no, God, no. Like everything that I did today was wrong. Like I'm yeah. completely aware of my. It's it's the one step down the wrong path, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And then you just, you just keep walking. I'm just going to keep exactly. walking this way. So, oh, maybe, maybe I'll get back. I'll get back to the proper path. <laughs> oh, if I keep walking this way, I'll get back. It'll be fine. Don't worry yep. about it. Yeah, uh, nothing it, yeah. that I did today was yeah. of benefit no. to either of us in <laughs> regards to a schooling sense. I did yeah. take him to the park yeah. at one stage and just let her run. But then, <laughs> Monty, this will happen to yeah. you at one stage as a father, okay? I warn you now. Ooh. I got in my car. <laughs> I got in my car, reversed out, and went to drive away whilst my five-year-old sat in the middle of the park having a hissy fit because she oh, didn't yes. want to go home. Were you so buying I, chicken? Yeah. Yes. Drive away yeah. chicken. Okay. 
Correct. How far <laughs> is the drive away? How far? Look, this is a great teaching moment. This is a great learning moment. Yeah. I assume I will definitely be playing father, daughter, or father, son. <laughs> I like the phrase drive away, drive away chicken. That's yeah, a, yeah drive away chicken. That, yeah. Isn't that a Ellis red rooster will... thing from before? <laughs> well, it's, meant to, it's meant to be drive through chicken, but at red rooster it's drive away chicken. Drive away chicken this week. Ellis will be red... disappointed he missed out on drive away chicken. <laughs> so back to the teaching moment. How far as the parent can I go in these games of chicken? Can I push it to the limit or should I, uh, I capitulate I early and, you know, let them win? I don't well, condone I, this at all, really, I've got to say. No, I don't condone it, but I'm sure people have done the block. I'm sure they've driven around the well, block. I, I've probably side. done something. Come back around. I've probably done something, like not physically driving over, but I've probably done something of similar ilk. But, mm-hmm. yeah, that doesn't mean it's to be condoned. It's it's definitely, I guess, a bit manipulative. <laughs> Correct. 100%. And mm. all I did was reverse. I reversed and straightened the car up yeah. and won. Now, okay. do some circle work while you're working for it. Monty, what, what, that's, the, that's parenthood right there is I won with a five-year-old. I beat a five-year-old. That was my proudest moment of the day. No, it was my least. No, that I know. Wasn't my that's least what I mean. Like, you, day, that's, but... it's, that's, that's what it feels like. 1.2 seconds after you say to yourself, I won, and then you go, wow, well, good, look, life, my good thought, life you've made yeah. for yourself here. Like seriously, my, my thought process was I just like that's as, as a parent, sometimes it's just I just need to get them in the car or I just need to get them out of the shopping centre or I just need to get them somewhere. And whatever that process is at the time, whether it's to a point obviously, but whatever it is, it is what it is. And then you can sort of reflect on it at a later date while you're on a podcast with your mates making a fool of yourself. Yeah. And, but I realised that. No safe space, no judgment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that was, it was a really hard day today. Yeah. And these were some of the mistakes that I made and I'm happy to share them because that's what we're here to do. Yeah. And look, I, it's probably a bit hard for people probably not in our situation currently lockdown-wise to understand, but we're into our fourth kind of month of lockdown, aren't we now, if I've got my maths right? Ten, ten weeks. Is that four months? It was started June. Else. Anyway. Mm. Um, and, and, yeah, so I think just from talking to other people and gauging the mood of my house, I think we're just at that point now. We're at that point now where everyone's tried very hard for a long time to keep it together mm. and and it all has to unravel at some point. Uh, now, we'll add on to your found, situation, Ben, that yeah. I'm speaking from the perspective of having two children to look after and try and help homeschool and try and manage my work in the house with, etc. and you have three. So there's that as well. It's um, but look, there I, I do have the capacity to get out of the house and go to work. Like I still leave the house oh, on you've occasion. Got no excuse to be behaving the way you are. That's ridiculous. <laughs> no, I'm joking. So it's, but what? Where my question to you, Stu, was that you've got, you know, you've got two boys that are, you know, that would have the capacity to work independently. On yeah. a well. Yeah, and how has but how has that gone? 
like how how independently can they work um, and what's the quality of the work like? Because I know some of the quality of the work that's coming out of my house is pretty ordinary. Yeah. Oh, look, I'm, I'm, most of the time it's good and mm-hmm. most of the time they manage themselves. There was a little period there where Dylan kind of needed a bit of uh, organisational help, i.e. here's your work for the day. The smartest way, the smartest order to do it in would be this kind of thing, mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. But apart from that, it's been mostly good. It's um, it's outside the school stuff that's starting to falter. Um, they are becoming ridiculously lazy, ridiculously lazy, and don't want to do anything outside of being inside at the moment. So we, we're on a big push at the moment to get them outside because they're on screen so much. They, they're on the screens all day to do their schoolwork and then they yep. obviously want screen time after that. Yeah. Um, but we, we had an argument today. We were, um, you know, we're saying we don't care what's happening with schoolwork. We don't, we don't care. After lunch, you're doing half an hour of something outside, whether it go for a walk play something outside, whatever. We're doing something outside every day. You need half an hour of exercise or sun every day. Yep. This is ridiculous. I was just going to say, I read something that that's really important for children of that age at the moment because a lot of kids are becoming nearsighted due to the lockdown mm. at the moment. Oh, yeah, Legit. yeah. I have to keep getting, I have to keep telling them to stand up and move away from their screen. Like, I just, I'm, talk about, reaching a point where you just want to start swearing and losing it, just repeating the same thing ad nauseum to a child yeah. every day. Yes. Every day for in, for weeks on end. Yeah. But, but Sort of repeating is, that to yourself, but yeah. <laughs> you know, my wife's saying, you know, the oldest was complaining about the half hour of having to do stuff outside. And Mish goes, well, you know, Kids are meant to get like two hours of exercise per day. I'm just asking for half an hour. And he was trying to negotiate it down to a 10-minute. <laughs> <laughs> just get up, open the just, door, yeah. close the door and go back and sit down. Yeah, sit down but they've just, they've just, they, there's just reached this point of, okay, we're in lockdown. I'm inside now. That's just my life now. I'm an inside thing. Mm. <laughs> I don't have to do much else apart from kind of, you know, integrate my skull into my screen. Well, one thing that is a positive, Stu, is that the shift in the weather uh, will hopefully get them outside. And, well, uh, you'd think that, the but pool. part of the problem was that it was too hot now to be <laughs> so We've just hit spring, obviously, in Australia, and we've had a couple of warmish days, and now it's too hot to be doing anything. Now, look, that 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 is a segue into another dad subject that we'll have to hit at some stage in summer, which is how, you know, for those of us that are lucky enough to have a pool, how how much time do you spend tending to the pool? Oh, mm-hmm. that's very dad, especially. Oh. <laughs> that's very dad. That getting, is the very levels, dad. getting the levels right. Yeah, that's right. Getting the pool. Yeah. Getting the levels. Yeah. Um, 
it may not surprise you to know that I've got a warning from our Zoom meeting that we've got less than 10 minutes and we haven't hit the first thing on my run sheet yet. <laughs> but we did mashed potatoes. Yeah, and, yeah, um, don't worry. Mashed potatoes. And I'm a terrible <laughs> parent. That's, <laughs> and that, that's okay. And I drive away is, chicken. Yeah, if yeah. this is the universe trying to tell me don't write a run sheet, then I'll, I'll start listening. <laughs> All I can tell you is tomorrow night I'm making drive away chicken with sweet potato mash. <laughs> Listen, hang on. I want, to, I want to at least do this before we go because we mm. we started talking about pork last week and didn't come back to it. <laughs> right. You, we asked Monty now that he's been a parent for a few months what advice he would give new dads. So we want to hear that because we never came back to it. Yeah. We um, went down a pork rabbit hole. <laughs> a, a, a what now? A pork oh, warren, even pork warren. Yeah, pork <laughs> warren. So, Monty, um, I what, have a you, few you, things. Yeah, what would you say to a new dad right now? Well, one of the things that I was trying to think about this during the day, and one of the things came up before someone—I don't remember which one of you—was talking about their mashed potato and used <laughs> the same thing that I was going to use as a suggestion for new parents. Um. <laughs> Can we the guess thing? what it is? Is it a wheat? Yeah, go on. You got any ideas? What do you got? <laughs> is it ice cream? It's-, <laughs> it's ice cream. Give them ice cream. No, the suggestion is it works in all facets of baby life that I've found so far. When you think something is to the point it should be, i.e. I'm holding her and rocking her and she's fallen asleep yeah, and I right. think we're to the point of sleep, I can put yeah. her to bed. Whenever you think you're at that point, Go for the same amount of time again. You're nowhere near where you should be. Double it. Yeah, double it. So when you think you've done enough, whether it's like, you know, if you've cleaned that, you know, um, where there was a bit of poop after a nappy explosion and you think you're done as a dad, do keep going, keep going. Do it, especially with the sleeping one because babies know. they Like if they just fell asleep and I put her down, she's like, no, you didn't didn't go long enough. Yeah, you should have doubled that, mate. Exactly. You should have doubled down on that. <laughs> and the other one I wanted to do was, uh, are you familiar with the Wu-Tang song, Cream? Cash rules yeah, everything cash around rules. me. Yeah. Um, Green, gas rules everything around me. It's um, it's burps and farts, man. If you can get the burps and farts of your baby going well, you're doing well. Like I didn't realise how much of a part of my life the gas of my child would be. <laughs> and will continue to be uh, up until... Well, we had a farting competition in my house tonight. That was something we did well. Nice. That was good. I wasn't even involved. Oh, that must have stung. It was just by three children going at each other. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. Well, look. <laughs> we, we go. Sorry, just to interrupt. Um, yeah. Just to interrupt. This is an, a, a tremendous life lesson for you today. In general, tremendous life lesson. When you're holding on too tight, to everything and trying to bend the will of your children to your what you want, yep. then you are going to scream. When you relax and let them find their what their level is, then they're going to have a fighting competition yeah. and make you proud. <laughs> but can you imagine what it would have been like if Ben had been in on that fighting competition? It would have been like a it would have been like a local pub's poker competition, and Daniel Negrano walks in. You know. <laughs> Like. <laughs> nice analogy, Stu. Daniel Negrano with a local pub competition. That's I wouldn't have gone there for that. Like I, I that's a good one. I like that's it. A, that's that's a good interesting. Grab. 
All right. I wouldn't have gone with that pronunciation of his surname, but you. I would have been like, you know, playing a pickup game of basketball and Jordan shows up. But no, Daniel, how do you want to pronounce it? Negranu. Negranu. Yeah. I had Daniel Negranu and Wu Tang Clan being mentioned tonight. So I'm very happy. Oh, well done. I was always Negranau. Negra now. Oh, I'm, I'm only going with every single poker video ever what he's been involved in, but that's fine. We'll, we can go with you. Have you seen the guys commentating those poker videos? But, <laughs> uh, Stu, the no. NRL have been mispronouncing names for a long time. So maybe Daniel Negranu is going to come out in the next little period of time and say, you guys need to pronounce it correctly, and it's well, Negranu, just like well, Monty was saying. Where's that surname coming Thank from? You. Is that French-Canadian? Negrenu could be. Yes. Uh, nice. Well. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I think that's good advice. That is, um, don't trust your put down judgment. That's number one. Mm. Um, and uh, you know, uh, bring on the gas is number two. So, yeah, I think that's good uh, advice. Uh, a piece of news just popped up on my phone that uh, you know, I mean. I think he was a dad, so it relates, but uh, Nettie Smith died. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Are we going to start Nettie doing Smith dad died. in memoriams, are we? <laughs> of, of criminals. Well, Criminal. he died during the pod, apparently. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Neville Bartos next week. <laughs> <laughs> this is fantastic. Uh, can I just jump in with one question, a very quick question? The question is very simple. We don't need to get too much detail is, how many belts do you own? Are you talking specifically to me or each of us? No, each each dad. How many belts do you think you own? I have four. four. Currently three, I would say, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, yeah, three. I don't wear belts. <laughs> None. You have no belts. I, I think I've got a dress. I think I've got a dress belt right. somewhere. Right. Monty, that opens a huge door. Do you just wear tracksuit pants everywhere? <laughs> no, no, God no. No, I wear slacks. No, no, they fit my fit my waist. They, you know, they fall. They lower a little, but he gets some sticky tape and doubles it around and puts it inside his pants. (laughs) Do you wear suspenders? Please tell me. Extension cord, Nelson Munt style. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Right. I have one belt. No, I maybe I should wear more belts. I've got one more belt than you. It's fine. Just my daughter mentioned, like, asked me today, how many belts do you have? One. Why do you only have one belt? I don't know. It's, I, until it break, until it completely falls apart, then I'll get another belt. But so great point there, Matthew, because I have one belt that I wear to work and have yeah. basically worn the same belt for the last ten years, mm-hmm. I reckon. Yeah. Um, but right. my wife has purchased me. She's bought, she's bought me other belts, but they don't fit the same. So my pants tend to fall down a little further. Um, <laughs> so I tend to go back to my um my my good old belt that fits me properly. I do. I, I just yeah. just a question. I just wanted to know how many belts okay. is, is date average. This this being I don't know what this episode was, but uh <laughs> yeah, hopefully there's some good stuff in there. And I think I think there will be. Uh mash on everybody and uh we'll we'll talk to you next time. Thank you everybody. Goodbye. See ya. Bye now. <laughs>
like your blackboard from uh, Mr. Squiggle. Goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. I, I, I don't want to be put into the uh, into the kind of having to shepherd everyone mode, but yeah. we, we, we did nothing we were going to then. <laughs> sorry, Buckland. I was going to say, I'm really sorry. I just fucking that's, shoehorned us into No, that, the... that's fine. That's, right. that's fine. It was authentic. Was, it was authentic. No, I'll um, move it around. No one else knows about our rundown, Stu. Don't worry. They think that we meant to do that. That's a good point, I suppose. Mm. But maybe they thought you were sounding so sad because we didn't get to the rundown. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> That's very meta. <laughs>